Boom shakalaka. Y'all, I'm so hype about that. You hype about it? Our new song is everything. Yeah. Her and her. Mm. I'm talking about her and her. I'm talking about her. Oh, you can feel it from the depths of your soul. Yes. That's not even a finished version. It's not, but that is a piece. Daddy needs to give you the other one. Yeah, I know. Because he has it with the ending on it. But this, you sound so good, girl. Thank you. Thank you. I do appreciate your love and support. Yes. I'm so excited. We don't got to play. Um, Throw it back to the left. Throw it to the right. Throw it back to the left. Throw it to the right. You know? Got a nice new song. I love it. I'm so in love with it. It's everything that I could have imagined and more. Oh, it's so sweet. You had to hit them with the, yes. Bitch, I got vocals. Yes. Some light. Some light. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So you will be hearing that consistently so you know who the hell her and her is. Yep. Ain't no mistakes about this. Never. But so what's going on? Don't forget to do our welcome. You know you in charge of that. Why? That's I'm over thing. here with a uh what's wrong with you? I got a, a whole cold. Girl, if you don't quit it, what kind of cold you got? A whole cold. <laughs> I thought you meant like a hole, mm-hmm. like W H O L E hole cold, like H O E. Cause I went out last night trying oh, to be cute. You wanted to be cute with your chest out. I had my whole chest out, and now I got a sore throat. I've been taking liquid vitamin C like it's nobody's business. Mm. Did you take Omega? Because that's what's going to coat your throat. No, 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 no. You got to take it. That's what's going to coat your throat. Listen, you hear her her mother and me per usual, but this time you guys get to witness it. I don't want to take no fish oil. I'm going to put it in something. All right. Anyway, well, welcome to Her and Her. Welcome. My name is Mina Pearl. And I'm Elizabeth. And our podcast is Her and Her. And we're so glad to have you back. And be sure to follow us on Instagram. Um, at her and her podcast and be sure to follow us on soundcloud at her and her podcast and subscribe on the itunes podcast platform and just keep up with all of the stuff we have going on so like subscribe share with people you know would love and meet on the street boom pow pow yeah what's your instagram my ig is at Elizabeth Chardonnay, E-L-I-C-A-B-E-T-H-D-I-E-U-D-O-N-N-E. I I like that soft voice you started with. That was kind of nice. (laughs) E-L-I. That did it for me. Definitely. I'll practice it, you know, more often for you. Thank you. Do you like this? I love it. Oh, I feel half dumb when I do it. (laughs) But if you enjoy it, I'll do it more for you. So what's in store for us today? I, I have to tap into my Caucasian self <laughs> when I do it. It's like if I work at um, Bell South. Yo, Bell South? They don't even know what that is. I'm old, bitch. Tap into it. Get into it. I'm into it, but I don't know if everybody else is. That's not their business. This, okay. this, this, this for 2020. 20, oh, maybe you might not make the bracket. Mm-hmm. 25 and over, no Bell Girl, South. Girl, I make that, I make that bracket. <laughs> Well, we have an amazing lineup, amazing lineup for you guys today. And we're going to talk a little bit about relationships, of course. But, you know, when you've gotten to that point where I don't have any more in me, like, is this over or can I do the long haul? You know, 
and ways in which that you know like how I can change or do better or you know you need a break you need a hiatus on relationships you know what I mean mm-hmm. and then our questions of the week are going to be around sexuality you know what men and women find sexual and things that turn us on and off in and out of the bedroom mm, can't wait and of course our her story and our quote of the of the evening you know we always like to leave with something good mm-hmm. good news you know? Yep, I'm here for it. That you take with you and bring on your travels. Let's do this. You know? But uh, I'm going to start off with, you know, we saw a quote online. And the person wrote, I got one more relationship in me. After that, I'm dodging everything moving. And we were dying laughing. What did he say dogging? Dodging. No, dodging. Okay. Dogging? I think he said I'm dogging everything moving. Like oh, I can only be good dogging. one more time. And after that, I'm oh, I thought he. So wait, how you spell dodging? D O D G. Yeah, I think he put D O G G. Yeah, I think so. Yo, I missed all of that. Do you yeah, see how right. one word could change like everything. everything about it? That's crazy. I guess you're right. He did say dogging. Wow. That's hilarious. So now that makes me yep. look at it completely different now. See, I got one more relationship in me, and after that, I'm dogging everything moving. <laughs> okay, first of all, what did you not dog that you were dealing with? Every single person you deal with in, in life, right? you dogged out. Mm-hmm. So I don't, that one more relationship is what one attempt to, to, to not dog you as much? I think in today's world, the, the idea of dogging is like, I'm not going to make you my girlfriend. I'm not going to buy you nothing. I'm not going to take you out on dates. I'm just going to have sex with you and send you on your merry way. Um, I'm I'm a, I'm a fuck your best friend. I'm going to, like, these are probably, this is what I. So you're saying you got no morals and values. Basically. Exactly. Just treat you like scum of the earth. I'm not going to have no regard or respect for you in any, in any, any way. Shape or form. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my thing is, um, there's, there's. There's risk in relationships. Like, once you choose to engage in a relationship, there's risk. Mm-hmm. There's no way around it. So either you go full force into it and saying, listen, whatever whatever happens here, of course I'm going to go into it with my best head on my shoulders, but I know that dealing with another person is going to involve a surmountable amount of risk and sacrifice. So I think a lot of people just don't think of it like that. Like, oh, this is about to be just a good time. Mm-hmm. And then that's why you have situations like I got one more in me. Because I don't think you ever look, in, look at the situation like, how can I make this person better and how can they make me better? Mm-hmm. But knowing that I may walk away from this not... You have expectations and I think that that's what messes us up. Because you go into it not thinking, I'm just going to have a way this goes... I'm going to go with it instead of trying to make it be something that it's not. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know you don't know where this relationship is going to go. You don't know where it's going to take you, right? And if you know that and you walk into it with an open mind, limiting your amount of expectations for that person, then you won't walk away from every relationship saying, oh, shit, I only got one more in me. that I ain't doing this no more. Because every even the one that you feel like this is it, is probably going to be the one that's most challenging. And the most risk and the most, like, vulnerable you're ever going to have to be. So I don't think there's any such thing. I think you should just call it quits now and just don't do it anymore because you don't have you, – you're not equipped. Let it go because you're not walking walking into it with the right mind frame. 
No? Yes, no. I mean, I agree. But I think that people in the younger age range, I, I've said this several times, like there's such a warped idea of relationships. And it's almost as if like relationships are something that people don't care about anymore. It's like it has to be something like spectacular. Like people are not into like let's just be in a relationship and see where this goes. If it doesn't go anywhere, it doesn't go anywhere. And that's where we're just gonna move on from. But like it's all it's always like a they don't want to get into it because they feel like it's always bullshit. But you have to figure it out before you could say what it is or what it isn't. You have to try it. You have to try just to get a try a shoe on before you know if it's, it's if it's right for you. You got to try out a relationship sometimes. Absolutely. And I don't think there's anything wrong with dating until you figure it out. Me you know either. what I mean? That doesn't mean you got to screw every dude or every girl. But there's nothing wrong with dating and see if you two are compatible with one another. I think that's another thing that people def- think that automatically if you're dating someone, you got to have sex with them. No. You make your rules. You define it the way in which you want to. And I think that if we take away those stigmas that are connected to relationships and dating then you won't find yourself in situations where you feel like you're being let down every time Mm -hmm. we also not are accepting of anything that we feel that is different from us so we meet someone and they don't do something exactly the way we do up not gonna not 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 gonna work when in, in actuality you really want someone who's going to bring something different because that's what always keeps the excitement. That's what keeps like the curiosity, the passion, the drive of wanting to create this life with this person. Because if we both love and do the same exact thing, then where's the spark? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I agree. Um, <clears throat> why do you think uh, relationships are so much work? Um, I think there's so much work because it's two separate people. Like, two entities like coming together trying to coexist like coexisting in the world is hard enough like people make it so difficult with all it you have emotions and um people have all these different feelings and opinions and um anything you say to someone else could be like they they interpret it in such a different manner than what your intention was you know what i mean when you said it so i think like all of those things combined make it difficult or challenging I should say to coexist with people so then you're in a relationship now you add love and emotion and all these different feelings that you have on top of it and then we're trying to communicate and we're communicating about what we like sexually we're communicating about what we like as friends what we like as lovers um and then you're thinking about what you like I'm thinking about what I like sometimes we're not thinking about each other all of these things are factors in a relationship and I think that that's what makes it difficult but I don't think that it's unattainable I don't think that it's um something that you can't resolve you can't work through but I think participants have to be willing everybody involved has to be willing whether you're in a freaking polyamorous relationship (laughs) it's uh, two two people in a traditional relationship whatever that's how I see it yeah I also think that um it's relationships are work right Mm -hmm. that's what I said right because it is work it is like it's 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 probably one of the hardest things you'll ever do in your life mm-hmm. because there's no plan, there's no rule book. Yeah, there's no basis to it, there's nothing. All you know is when you either I like this person or I'm interested in um in figuring out who this person is mm-hmm. or you're at the place where oh, man, I really love this person, I want this to work. Um but that's all you have. An attraction. 
mm-hmm. all the other meat of the relationship is what you're going to build on. And that's the work because sometimes you start in a relationship and you're like, Oh my God, this is great. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, we mesh so well, we don't argue, you know, da da da. And then something happens in one of your lives mm-hmm. that changes you. And then now it's, you know, I don't know what to do now. You're not the same. Because guess what? You're never going to be the same. And if you plan on actually making this work or being together for the rest of your lives, you're going to have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what people can't wrap their mind around. And that's why we have so many failed relationships. It's going to change. That person is going to change constantly just like you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, women change more than a man will, yes, in a relationship. But essentially, they both change. And, and, and if it's a change that you feel like, this, is, this isn't going to work for me, it makes me unhappy, then you walk away from it. You know what I mean? But if it's something that you feel like, yo, I really love this person, it may just be something going on internally in them and something they need to work on. And I think we forget that in a relationship we have to be an incredible support system. And if you don't know how to do that, then you don't need to be in any relationship, not a friendship, not a nothing. Okay, but listen to this, right? Like, And I agree with you, but I'm saying like sometimes... There is a thin line between being a supportive person who operates off of love like myself and mistaking that for foolish, that for just entertaining foolishness. Like, I think like your internal radar has to be like great or like have people around you who be like, sis, I think there might be some bullshit. It's not you just sticking around being a good person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. I've known, like, guys that I've liked or dated, and it's just, like, you have real shit you got to work on. And we all do, but I mean, like, as far as, like, you and I are concerned. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I have to say, like, okay, am I going to be a good friend in this situation and subject myself to this? Or am I going to say, nah, I'm good. You figured it out. I love, I'll love you through it. And loving you doesn't mean I have to be here and sit by day by day. And wait for you to get it together, you know? Right. Well, are you talking in terms of a friendship or a relationship? Somebody that you're attracted to, like dating or you like, or but you guys are friends as well. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's a little bit different in that arena. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, because it also depends on the dynamic of that friendship or someone that you're dating. You know what I mean? Like, do you feel like that person is dependable and trustworthy and worthy of your time and patience and dedication as they go through this changing time in their lives. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. usually when it's someone you're involved in or married to or in a serious relationship, that's kind of where you automatically should lean towards because you've been sustaining this this relationship for this long. So now that it gets hard, is not the time that you bow out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now that it's going to take extra effort and the normal day-to-day isn't going to work anymore. Or you you also have to put your awareness glasses on too because sometimes another person, the person doesn't know that they're going through it. Mm-hmm. They just stop doing things that are normal to them or stop not realizing, wow, I'm not really happy anymore. But mm-hmm. but it's not communicating that to their partner. But if their partner's kind of aware, like, yo, I don't see them doing this. They're not doing that. They've kind of been down. They've kind of been this, this, and this. Sometimes it's up to them to be like, hey, love, you all right? You okay? What's going on? Because sometimes you're so caught up in your head that you don't even realize, like, your actions has changed. Right. You know, who you are has changed. Um, so you want to be in a relationship with someone who's aware and is conscious of 
not only themselves, but what's going on around them. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a friend that told me one time, she was like, I was depressed for so long, sleeping next to my husband, and he had no idea. Until, like, when she got a grip and a hold on it, and, was, and one day was just like, I think I'm really depressed. I think I'm, like, severely depressed. Mm-hmm. And, <clears throat> and you know, she went and, you know, spoke to someone, and, you know, it, she kind of got a, you know, a complete grip on her life. She's doing really well now, but... It was like he was doing so much to try to keep them afloat. They have children. They got a whole life. He's just trying to, and he probably just wasn't paying attention. But, and that's part of making sure that your relationship stays connected too because you move so much doing your own thing that you are not aware of your partner. You're not aware of like what they're going through or what's happening with them. And it's not always a need to fix it, but just to be there, Mm -hmm. just to to love them. And that's it, you know, like, not taking that personal, not thinking it's on you, but asking more questions and assuming that you know what's going on, you know? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, for her, it wasn't even that she blamed him per se, but it was like, wow, like you didn't even see I wasn't getting out the bed. You didn't even see, like, I'm not, I'm doing zero. Mm-hmm. Like, usually a very motivated girl was doing zero, like coming home, like the kids just doing whatever because she just, mommy just can't get out of bed, you know? So it was like... When she explains it to me, I'm like, this is kind of blatant to me. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, if you, but what are you going through? What is going on in your head? What do you feel? You probably feel all kinds of pressure. You got to take care of five people. You know what I mean? That you're just probably like, why the hell is she being lazy? What's going on? You know what I mean? And I think also sometimes it's like, are what we think people see and what they really see is two different things. Like, Absolutely. You might think you're like this super motivated, like, person you know what i mean you might be that but he might look at it in a different way like you know what i mean maybe she had her spurts maybe and i'm not taking away her depression from her at all but i'm saying like you know sometimes people don't see what we feel or we feel people see right right and that's hard to him it could have been oh that's how you always are Mm mm-hmm right yeah Mm. (laughs) well let's move on to our question of the week um so ladies what would you do if your man laughed at your attempt to being sexy? So it's a special night. You put on your, you know, you bought a nice new piece of lingerie. And, you know, you probably want the extra mile. You know, lit some candles. You know, got some rose petals. Played some music he loves. You probably even got a little dance ready. You walk out you with all your confidence. And he goes, <laughs> what the fuck? What do you do? I had something similar to that happen to me. Um, it wasn't like in that whole like scene as you just described, but it wasn't like that. But it was more so like I tried to do something different to my like with myself and like trying to make it a little more, you know, a little more popping, dress mm-hmm. it up, and make it real for him, you know. Mm-hmm. And I walked in and he looked at me, like looked for a second and started giggling, like laughing at me. And I was just like, did this, did this man really just laugh at me? Right. Did he really? And, you know, I was on a high horse, so it didn't take me. I, I, I didn't feel the way I probably would have. But when I got home, I was pissed. I was, I was, I let it go while we were enjoying each other. When I got home, I was livid. I was just like, yo, like. Did you ever say anything? We never had a conversation about it. Mm. Never had a conversation about it. 
Because um, I want to know, like, was he laughing just out of nervousness? Was he laughing because, oh, shit, it's something new? Like, oh, wow, i never seen her like this. Like, or was you just straight up laughing? You know right. what I mean? Like, because sometimes, I know for me, I'm a laughing girl. So sometimes my laughing isn't, ha, 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 I'm laughing at you. Sometimes it's just laughing because if I, if I say or do anything else, it might not make the situation better. Or I'm laughing because it's blatantly hilarious. Or I'm laughing because it's just a nervous laugh. Or mm-hmm. I don't know what tip. else to say. You know what I mean? So my laughter doesn't always mean, ha, 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 I'm laughing at you you know so i wonder like i didn't i didn't and i think another reason why it didn't linger for me to like ask questions about it i mean i was a little offended but i didn't like ask questions i think Mm -hmm. because i wasn't in such like a vulnerable place like maybe the bedroom would have been super vulnerable for me right okay you're you're naked or you're in lingerie and you feel like this is a very vulnerable place like i have nothing to conceal to cover like i'm just here you know what i mean take me as i am type thing and somebody laughs that that would probably have me like I can no longer do this right now. Like, well, it has happened to me in almost that same exact situation that I just met, just minus the rose petals, right? Um, And I was sick. I was sick, but I was just like, man, I just got to, like, man it up. You know what I mean? Put your cute little outfit on and go. And I bend the corner, and I hear, (laughs) all I I see is, (laughs) and the person's laughing. And I'm like, damn, why are you laughing? Like, I did this for you and I'm sick. I don't feel well. I thought, you know, I literally got my robe. I put my robe damn. on and I just slid into bed. I don't remember else what happened because it was a while ago. I would have done the same thing. But I'm not going to lie to you. That probably made me digress more because I'm not a super sexual person. It takes a lot for me to do all that. Like, you'll probably get more sexuality out of me with just, just normal, just me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like... Not doing all the bells and whistles. Yeah, all the bells and whistles. It's coming off anyway. But um, it probably made me feel like, yeah, I'm not going to do something like that again because I'm already putting, I feel like at that point I feel naked in a room full of strangers. Mm -hmm. And so now every time I even think of that, that's what I think of. Yeah, and I don't think men are aware, like, women take shit and we we read into it yeah regardless of if it's a woman who doesn't really is not super emotional or not we read into whatever Mm -hmm. y'all say especially since men don't freaking talk much right and so we gotta take whatever whatever you get and you like this Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and peeling it apart a million times um so i think they don't they don't realize that like it could have been like oh shit Right. Look at you. Right. Okay. Right. Right. But that's not how you're going to see it. I'm here. It. Especially naked. when you're sick, you mm-hmm. don't feel well. I mean, that was my particular situation. Like, I'm sick, you don't feel well. Um, And then another time, I didn't get laughed at, but I used to always be like, yeah, I need a drink. I need a drink. If I'm going to do this, I need to be like all the way tipsy because I felt so uncomfortable. Like, I know some women could just do it. Do it. Do it. But even if I told you some of the things I've done, you'd be like, bitch, no, you didn't. And did what? And videoed? And then you'd be like, this person can't be this person. But it's like, I had to get to that comfortability. Like, I had to be comfortable, super comfortable for me to do that and feel, like, empowered while I was doing Mm -hmm. it. I also probably would be more inclined to do it if no one else is there. Like, sent that to you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Versus. um, That's easier. I never thought that. That was harder for me. It's easier, but the wait time for response is hard. (laughs) 
the wait time is hard as hell. It's like it feels like the longest, the longest 20, 10, 10 to twenty minutes ever. It's like if God. you don't give me some eight thousand googly eyes, mm-hmm. I'm gonna feel like oh God, I need mm-hmm. to try again. This is terrible. Yep. And then you watch this fifty six times because you're like, oh God, did I get a good angle? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely over analyzing it. Ooh, ooh. I just put, I closed. You got close the phone and put it down, girl. Or you just gotta force yourself to look at it because you're like, it's not going away. Mm-hmm. No, not me. Sent that. Not looking at it. <laughs> okay. So for the late for the guys, right? For the ladies, for the guys, ah, same thing. What would you do if your date, who always wore a hat, took off his hat, and now he looks completely different? And he hat fished your ass. <laughs> Hashtag hat fished you. Exactly. <laughs> Looks completely different. Like, like, you're almost not even attracted to the person anymore. Mm-hmm. What would you do? I dated this guy. And I was fine with him with his hat on. Oh, oh on. Okay. And he would never take his hat off. Never take his hat off. Even, like, during, like, moments of, like, intimacy, he would try to leave his hat on. <laughs> <laughs> That's ghetto. And then one day he took the hat off, and I was just like, mm. I mean, he wasn't like butt ugly. Right. But it was just like. The hat mm. did something. Like just, something major. Yeah. I don't know. But if I was on a date with a guy, like I like from the jump, he took his hat off. Like, we were like met. I don't know. He sent me pictures of him himself or something like that. And he always had the hat on. And he gets to the date, and it's like a restaurant where you got to take your hat off. And they're like, okay, sir, you got to take your hat off. And he peels this thing off. Mm. Woo! What would you do? Oh, I would probably just be in shock. Like, yo. Are you going to try not to show it on your face, though? Yeah, I'm going to try. But my face says it all sometimes. I'm like, dog, this head, yo. I will probably text you like, girl. You sneak me a picture real quick? Yep. I wish you could see his head. Mm. Is it like, okay, is it the dome piece that makes it bad? Or is it like that you're really seeing their whole face? Maybe their whole bad. face, their hairline. Okay. Like, it could be a multitude so of what things. So what if he doesn't have, like, a really big head and his hairline is decent? He just don't look good with the hat. I prefer, off the hat, with the hat off. I prefer you take your hat off. Just take it off from jump. From jump. From so jump. That I can, so that when you put the hat on, I could be like, ooh, you look nice with a hat on. Exactly. Versus. But, like, but you gave it to me already. <laughs> just like, you got to give it to me. Like the it's first, you could do it now. That's just like a woman wearing a boatload of makeup, and then one day from the jump, from the day you meet her, she has a gang of makeup on. You never saw her without makeup, and then the one day you see, you like, oh, oh, you really look different. Yeah, you look it's like a different person. Yeah, and it happens. I think if, when you like send people pictures in the beginning, like if they've never seen you, like test it out. Send one with just a filter and no makeup on, or just eyebrows and a little bit of mascara on you know what i mean just yes. you gotta you gotta ease, ease them in. into it exactly like especially if you're like somebody who loves to wear makeup like yeah. i think that that's fine there's nothing wrong with it but you know you gotta or, let or you gotta be committed to the process right? girl i had my aunt my other aunt has a friend mm. who used you about to, to tell the story who used Would to you? uh when she would sleep over with, yeah. her, with her man she would literally roll out of bed at crack of dawn crack of dawn way before him put on a whole face of makeup and get back in the bed so that he wouldn't see her never ever he's never ever 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 seen her without makeup never ever 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 that is too much that's crazy to me i'm not i'm not supposed to 
keep this whole facade up. That's my point with the whole sending the picture because I feel like. But what do you do? Like, like I, I mean, I can't speak for what they doing, but you, you're not cuddling with your man. That the makeup not getting on. You must. She got a good uh, good setting set spray. spray. Good setting spray. It ain't getting on your your sheets, or you must be washing sheets every day. Or you must not be like doing nothing much. Like, uh, we I've I've seen women go like hike Stone Mountain with their man and they have on makeup. I'm not I'm not I'm not making my life uncomfortable for you. So I'm gonna send you these pictures with just some mascara on sometimes. Then it might not be no mascara the next time. When you see me, I'm probably just gonna have on some lip gloss, like or just do you a light face. Real right. light. Like people have people ask me, you don't wear makeup, do you? Mm. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's what you think. Okay, I do. I just don't do heavy, but I, I wear makeup. Yeah. So I think the same thing with the men in the hats. You got you got. But you know, I also realize that um, really light skinned people when they real light, 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 and then they put on makeup, you can't really tell. Excuse me, she's shading me. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. When they light, like that, you can't tell. You can tell, like, oh, it's a little refined, but you can't really tell. What does that mean? I don't even know what that means. You it's not tell. a it's not a bad thing, but you can't really tell. Like You're I can't like sometimes I after. look at you and I can't like okay, on Wednesdays did you have makeup on? Thanksgiving. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. I just had a little bit of concealer under my eyes. I didn't see. Like I could tell that it was a little refined, but I couldn't tell. Like does she got makeup? Doesn't she? Mm. Like you have to beat your face for me to say, oh okay, she got on makeup. I could put on foundation. You gonna know right away I got makeup on. I guess. Just be happy for it. You know? I mean, I'm not. I have no complaints. Don't get me wrong. That's right. why I told you when people ask me, "Do you wear makeup?" Mm-hmm. You just might not know what day, but <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that I don't look like night and like night and day. Right. Like, I'm right. Cool with that. that used to be a hard thing for me. I didn't. I didn't really start tampering with makeup until my roommate, who loved makeup, she got me into it. But I was like, like third, like third year of college. Mm. Yeah. So I want to say 21, 22 is when I dabbled. And then I met my other friend and she loved makeup. And so I, then I got a little bit more into it. I was like, okay. And then, I, and then she, you know, she, she, she high yellow like you. So I'm over here putting on these eyeshadows. Like, why well, don't look like hers when I put it on? <laughs> I used to be so pissed off. You know, then it was the colors, you know, put a little blue over here, a little yellow, put a little pink over here, bust it with a little brown blended in. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, but why she, why my mind don't look like hers? And you know, colors just pop on you guys different than when you're brown. Mm-hmm. But you know, the lady didn't tell me that. So I'm over here just be mad when I get hype. And then when I get home, it look crazy. But, you know, I went through a long period of just trying to figure out makeup and what looks good and what doesn't look good. And then I got tired of it and just stopped doing it all together. And then one day I was just like, you know, I need to figure out my regular face. Like, what's a good just every day if you nude, want. yeah, face. And so I just try to get to the point where I can perfect that. And so every year of my life I just get a little bit better and a little bit better. But I love makeup. But I just love, like, how it just makes me look a little bit more snatched. Mm -hmm. But I was always scared of, like, oh, I'm going to fall in love with this look, and I'm not ever going to want to look, like, without it. So for a little bit, I was just like, "Mm mm-mm, you ain't never going to see me without this, because I love it. 
Yeah, I know that feeling too. And that's when I when I start feeling like that, I gotta I gotta separate yeah. from it. Yeah. That's when yeah. I be like, let me relax. Yep. Okay, because I'm not doing this every day. My skin needs a breather. Mm-hmm. I think too a thing for me was my my skin started to break out, so mm-hmm. it was a it allowed me to 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 go into the world. And then as I started to become more knowledgeable, okay, how can I better my skin and my health and all that? Mm-hmm. Then I had to let it go because then now too it just be like, oh, it's work. It's a work to beat your face and take it off when you get home. Yes, over I don't know how you waking up early in the morning. So, what is the actual period of time that you're not wearing any makeup? You better have a boss ass uh, moisturizing kit at home, mm. cleanser and everything. I got diamonds, diamond enriched stupid. in it. Okay, you're that's stupid. pulling back the face while you sleep for those five six hours, giving you new eyes and new brows and new lips when you sleep. Yeah, because for me, my Skin underneath my makeup is more important than wearing makeup. Absolutely. Because, like, there's no better accessory than bomb-ass skin, and that makes you feel good. Whatever bomb is to you. Like, there's no better feeling. That shit is amazing. I Mm. agree. So I guess that's like a man with a hat. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever makes him comfortable. Whatever makes him comfortable. But But you have to get comfortable. I don't have to get comfortable. No? I have an option. Oh, yeah. He does, too. Exactly. But what happens if you know that's the person you fall in love with, and then it's like and we just fall. I'm just gonna do it. I, at that point, I'm I, I'm looking past you without the hat, and I'm just gonna tell you, baby, do not wear the hat. I give I give you a, another example. Oh fuck! So when I met you, Pat, I know this is going. He had hair, mm-hmm. and then one day he said, "Cutting it all off." Girl, I cried. I know, guy. He's gonna be ugly. He's gonna be so ugly. He's gonna be so ugly. He's gonna be bald. This thing's gonna be so terrible. Oh God! I was like, no, 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 don't do it. I tried to convince him, like this is not it. Don't do it. I don't. Just let them. Just let them lower it. And just let them. Just, just, just. It gotta be a solution, girl. Today, I can't imagine him with hair. Yeah, that that would ruin his whole. I life. can't imagine him with hair. Yeah, me neither. But I had to grow into it, and that's why I say, like, when you love someone. At some point, you figure listen, it out. Listen, I, I I live for a man with a bald head and a beard, okay? I mean, one day I'm going to cut my hair off. And it's like, you're going to have to deal. Uh-huh. Don't fall in love with this. Because one day I'm going to say, I don't want to deal with it anymore. Uh-huh. I know that. Like, when my mother says that to me now, like, oh, I feel so free. I want that feeling. Uh-huh. So, one day you're just going to have to love me too with my bald head. I mean, not skin bald, but. You might. You don't know. I don't know. I didn't know I was going to go skin bald. I don't know. I mean, skin, skin. Oh, yeah. yeah like, Yours was real low, but yeah, I mean, like, I I can imagine going skin, skin bald. Yeah. Even and I went low. Yeah, you didn't go really low, but it was so pretty. But yeah, so you just gotta. I mean, unless it's just like something like that turns you all the way off. Sun turns you all the way off. I think you just have to communicate with your partner because we've told each other things that we just like. Yeah, babe, that's not really it. I don't really like that shirt. I don't really like. But if it's an this. attribute that is. Yeah, you, can't you can do it. about it. Yeah, it's like it's true. You gotta deal with it. Mm-hmm. Like so and so is going bald, mm. or so they say. But mm. and I said, listen, I I like a bald head and a beard. Just get him some Rogaine with a minoxidil. He'd be all right. Listen, they got um, what you call it? Grafts, two dollars per graft. <laughs> <laughs> you petty. They pull the back hair follicles to the front. Yo, he good. He got it. Tell him to holler at it. It's the middle. 
The middle? The middle. Back. Oh, that's what you mean. Well, then they tell them, they move the, they, yeah, they get, you know, these are where your good follicles are. Mm-hmm. So they pull, they take a skin graft, and they put it in the middle, and you, back to normal. Mm. That's right. it. That's his business. If you're listening, you know right. who you are. Get that thing popping. Mm. <laughs> so, what is your her story? Or her moment? Um, I guess it would just be from... That pagan ass Thanksgiving holiday, mm. I decided that I wanted to jazz it up a little bit mm-hmm. and throw on some super super thigh high boots and a little a little skirt with some with some dashy holes in the front. Mm. And it was oh god, it was the, the talk of my family, <laughs> just the talk of the family. Like I could not live. You know, somebody came up to me and was like. Did did you did you did you see her boots? Oh God, she's so grown. I said she is. She's very grown, actually. I know. I just can't deal. <laughs> Please tell me what exactly what you're dealing with. I'm confused. Exactly. I'm not on the corner slutted out like. Right. My other aunt just kept staring at me and doing the hard blink. <laughs> my uncle was speechless with his whiskey in his hand. <laughs> I'm just like y'all have just got to get over this, please. This is me. If can I, wanna, I grow? Can yeah, I grow? Like if I want to dress and I'm feeling the way I'm feeling inside, if I'm feeling a little raw and I want to be a little, I don't know, sexy. Like yes, allow me to do so. Well, I not allow me, but just shut up. Right. Roll with it. Mm. It ain't your body. It ain't your boots. It's going. You seen those boots? You seen those boots? You seen those boots? You seen those boots? You got those thigh high boots. They came all the way. You seen those boots? They really did come all the way up my thigh. But <laughs> show them what you got. One, two, three times. Show them what you got. What's your her story? Uh, I don't really have a story. Mm-hmm. I just have a statement. Well, tell me. And my statement is, marriage isn't for everyone. Mm. But for those who've been chosen, the hard work delivers an incredible gift. Mm. God and the universe, wherever you at now, <laughs> choose me. Because I'm not out here to be dating forever. Choose me. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Exactly. No, that's, I think that's very, very true. It is not for everyone. But I think people don't know that if it's for them or not for them. Do you think that marriage is something... Okay, so since we were talking about like relationships being for you or not for you, and you have to figure it out, you think marriage is something you have to like get into... And like sit in for a while until you figure out if it's for you or not. No, I think you know right away. Mm. And you also have to erase the fact that it's it's a milestone. Mm. It's a success factor. Mm. It's a you know if I've accomplished this, I I can check this off my list. Mm-hmm. Um, because words can't describe the test that you're going to go through. So if you know you're a person that doesn't, is not malleable, are not aware, mm-hmm. n- um, not aware of self, doesn't want to become more aware, doesn't want to change, uh, it doesn't make you happy to make someone else happy, mm-hmm. um, if you're self-centered or selfish, because marriage is such a selfless thing. It's one of the most selfless things you'll ever do. Yeah. And so I think you do know when it's not for you. And I think sometimes some people just get caught up in lust and think it's love. Um, and we have to pay attention to why we want to get married. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very young when I got married. And I know the sole reason for me was I loved him and I don't think I've ever loved someone like this. 
but it was also because of the amount of love he had for me. Um, and I just, I just saw our lives together, like however way, shape or form, like we tell each other all the time that even if this didn't work out, we would always be incredible friends. Mm. And so for me, that was always what, what I hold on to. And I think that's one of my things that holds my marriage together, Mm. that I know that worst case scenario, one We'll never intentionally hurt one another mm-hmm. because of that friendship. Because we we would we wouldn't want someone else to hurt us, so we're definitely not going to do it. You know what I mean? Right. Not perfect by any means, but our intent would never be to hurt one another. And that um I know that if it didn't, we would really truly be friends. Like best friends. Mm-hmm. So to me that's that's really important. I think people out here just marrying people just to say they get married. Mm. So and then don't really understand the the work, like when you have had it up to here. And I just want to do me today. And you can't. Nope. Cause it's us. <laughs> Cause it's us. <laughs> That's gonna be your ass. <clears throat> so what is us doing today? Yeah. Mm-mm. Glad you know. I can't. Well, am I ending the quote, or you had one too? No, you can. You All can right. Well. My quote for today is, people grow when they are loved well. If you want to help others heal, love them without an agenda. Mm. One more time for the people. (laughs) Okay, Elizabeth. (laughs) People grow when they are well loved. If you want to help others heal, love without an agenda. Mm. Just love them. Just love them. Even if it don't make sense, just love them. Yeah. Whatever that means to you. But most people love with a to-do list. Mm. With things they want you to do for them so that they can love you. That's true. I think we're all guilty of that. Mm-hmm. But it's it's to what extent? You know what I mean? Because, of course, in any relationship, there has to be a give and take. Um, and sometimes that means just being there. Or that sometimes means physically doing things. You know what I mean? But um, there needs to be an equal exchange. Yeah. Um, and it may not always be the same things that we're exchanging, but the exchanging of good energy is what needs to happen um, across the board. I think it's also like leading with love. Because I, I always think like I don't do things out of obligation. I do things out of love. Mm. You know what I mean? So, I think that's another thing. If you lead with love, I think you'll be fine. Yeah, I agree. But I also think that some people think that's what they're doing. Oh, I when it really, when that's really not what they're doing. Like, oh, I'm doing it because I love you. But it doesn't feel that way. Yeah. Like, the other person feels like you're just doing it because you're obligated to do it. Mm-hmm. Not because you're invested and you love this and you want to see me grow and you mm-hmm. believe in me. You're just doing it because, okay, I have to. Yeah, it's in every fiber of my being. So if I do, it's because I love you. I don't, I'm not obligated to do shit. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, so that was beautiful. I appreciate it. I love you. Thank you for sharing. No problem. So we're out. And before we go, just remember to follow our social media accounts on Instagram. Um, follow her and her podcast on Instagram. Make sure you follow us on SoundCloud. Subscribe on the iTunes podcast platform. Like, share, and share. And 
subscribe okay because if you subscribe then you can stay in tune with what we have going on and if you stay in tune with what we got going on then you don't have to feel like you're out the loop and if you're not out the loop then that means that you know what's going on and that's just how i feel and that's just what it is and we're out peace